Hello, everyone. You're listening to The Michael Amity Show, episode 425, How to Survive a Blizzard. As I record this, I'm sitting here drinking coffee and looking out the window at a rainstorm that is starting to have wind behind it blowing more and more insistently, which will eventually turn into what meteorologists are saying a uh, very low-pressure system, so a blizzard with high winds here, uh, not only in Colorado, but in a lot of surrounding states, the Dakotas, Kansas, Wyoming, Nebraska. Uh, so it was kind of at this moment where I'm, I'm sitting here knowing that, you know, I'm prepared for the blizzard, no problem at all. However, it got me thinking about, one, what do we need to survive just as people during a blizzard when we're shut in for a day or two? And two, what do we physically need if, say, something negative happens and the power goes out? What do we do? So I'm going to cover both of those very quickly this morning. First, let's go with the physical. Okay, so I, I've actually researched this. I've looked it up. So this is some uh, some experts' opinions on what you should do if, say, the power goes off in your place during blizzard. Number one, of course, if you have a fireplace and you have dry wood, you're good. You're set, right? You can keep the place warm. Uh, just make sure you're being, uh, you know, intelligent about this. Make sure you have a fire extinguisher in case something goes bad because your house burning down in the middle of a blizzard would undoubtedly suck. Um, But you can use that, of course. Secondly, uh, if you don't have a, uh, well, not secondly, but if you don't have a fireplace, the next thing, the next bit of advice, I've heard two different versions of this. I like both. One is when the power goes out, immediately you set up a tent in the middle of the room, you take the, uh, you start thinking about the places where the air is leaving and you get towels, blankets, and you kind of put them alongside the parts of the windows or the doors where hot air can seep out of. Then setting up the tent, you insulate the tent as well. You dress, of course, in layers, uh, multiple layers, um, even putting on coats, doing all that stuff, keeping, you know, wearing a hat for sure is a big deal. Um, so those things immediately should be able to keep you warm. You stay together. And, uh, and that's, a, that's a good way to have the, have the heat collect. The other version I've heard of this is, is a little bit more extreme, and I think it's a little bit more long-term, is take mattresses and set them up in a way that, so they almost represent a cave, and then insulate the cave with your, uh, with your blankets and things like that, and dress the same. Uh, that does seem like a little bit more like it could uh, you know, potentially fall on you, but... There's ways to make this happen, and because they're thick, it can help uh, contain the body heat a little bit better. The next thing to consider is pipes potentially freezing, um, because there's no heat. So that is something to really consider. I know one version that that sometimes works, as long as the temperature is not too low, is that you can be running the the uh, running the faucets at light, um, at you know just a light trickle or a light drip. Um, just continuously, and as things are moving through, it's continually kind of um, working with the temperature of the pipe. That is something to do. Um, the other thing that you really want to make sure is make sure you know where you're getting your water from. 
but of course during a blizzard sometimes it's not too bad because you can go collect a bunch of snow and let it melt and now you've got water however uh you know we don't know how sanitary that can be as well so it is something to really consider you don't want your pipes to freeze especially bathroom things like that then thirdly the thing we want to think about is we want to think about food and one of the issues being of course is that if we have a lot of refrigerated food power goes out what are we going to do well if you have a cooler of course i think the answer is pretty obvious put the food in the cooler take it outside set it down um, if you need it and then you can bring it in as it's time to use it hopefully you have a lot of food you can eat without having to cook it um, that's a really good thing you should also be able to have you know non-perishables things you need in that respect these are things you should have set ahead of time so you can get through the blizzard easily so first things make sure the heat is not leaving the house second of all make sure you have an insulated space where you can uh, you can be and be warm then dress in layers then um, make sure your pipes are not freezing hopefully um, and by by just trying to take some precautions there trying to run some uh, a little bit of water trying to just kind of it's kind of a seems like a process to do so um, then the other one is just make sure your food source is okay make sure your food is obviously not spoiling i don't think this blizzard is going to be long enough to worry about that kind of thing necessarily but for some people it is so it's something to consider and then uh so th those are the those are the big pieces that i um i definitely would recommend um considering of course when we're getting into a blizzard you want to make sure that you're prepared in the first place so that's physical stuff. What about mental stuff? What do we need? No. So in this world of phones and the internet and all that, if power goes out, it's not going to be long before our phones die. Unless we want to go out to our car and hook up our car charger or something, which, you know, whatever. I guess you could. But the, uh, the thing that I think that for me, the thing that really makes blizzards come to life for me is if there is power, you know, I can be working on things. I can be writing. I can be doing video editing which is the task kind of ahead of me today but if the power goes out what am i going to do well of course i can still write by hand of course i can still read i can do all kinds of things um so i think the absence of electricity in a way would be a very interesting thing to see happen here at least in colorado because so many people are so hooked in to power and electricity 24 7 that uh, it's almost impossible to imagine life without it. So in the moments where you're completely unplugged, what does happen? What do you do? For me, it would be a time, it is a time when I do unplug to spend uh, time reconnecting with my own thoughts, with my words that are on the written page, maybe some old classic books that I have that you know I haven't seen in a very long time. Maybe revisit old notebooks. Maybe write something new. Maybe play music, acoustic music, right? It's a good thing. Get your fingers on a guitar. Get on a bass guitar. I mean, something like that, you know. Get on a, a grand piano or baby grand or any, any piano you can. Um, those kinds of things are valuable. Stretch. Do some yoga. Do some movement. Move in place. You know, honestly, the power goes out. Yeah, I'll be dressed in layers, but I'll also be exercising. I'll be doing all kinds of things. So it's really, a, I think that in itself could be a really centering thing. And it could be bringing us back to, um, to really who we are as people when we don't have all of this, uh, this 
digital distraction, this power-based distraction going on all the time. Whatever it is, if you're in the area, if you're in the areas where the blizzard is going to hit now, I wish you the best. Um, and I'll continue doing podcasts and stuff throughout the time as long as I have uh, Wi-Fi and the ability to do so and upload it. Um, I don't have any reason to believe there won't be, but you never know. You know, wind gusts, very, very high wind gusts have a tendency to knock things out, especially coupled with heavy spring snow. But we'll do what we can, right? And uh, so I hope that you stay warm. I hope you stay safe. For anyone who's listening to this in a place not affected by the blizzard, enjoy the day. Have a good time. And uh, we will be talking again very soon. If you want to send me a message, you can. MichaelAmity.com. Just put it in the contact form. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, lyrics, or short fiction, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic. We broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.net. It's a great place for you to share your work and meet with a community of other poets who do the same. All right, and lastly, for this podcast, the next episode will be tomorrow, unless unless I just randomly decide to do another one today. We'll see what happens. Uh, but the next episode should be tomorrow, um, and uh, I look forward to talking to you then. But until then, keep living authentically, keep living creatively, and if you're in an area that's affected, stay warm. <laughs>